Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Not much, how are you? I'm great, man. Glad to How's hear How was your it. weekend? Uneventful, lots of uh, playoff football. I yeah, mean, right? Was, There's a lot of football it. to watch. It was fun, right? Yeah. Did you I like the idea of it. I mean, I didn't feel bad not doing anything. Yeah, it is kind of like, like the little in. things I did do were things I could do in my living room, like putting laundry away and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it is. It's kind of like there's been a storm and no one's expected to right. go out. And I had to go somewhere at some point, and I mean it was just dead out. You know, in the middle of the afternoon, I was like, everyone's at home watching the playoffs. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily all that excited about Saturday's game. The games Saturday ended up being good, but they all they ended up being good. I mean, yeah. that, well, yeah. that was obviously. One of the Besides craziest the last things, night, right? That was last night. Last night was, kind of was a bummer. Yeah. You know, the only thing is, that we say last night was a bummer, and it was. And I know I'm a Brady apologist. The only thing that made that game interesting was that it was Brady. So you're like, all right, right. when are they going to come back? Like, yeah, you kept waiting for it. Right. They never did. Yeah. But you're like, this is going to happen. You kept right? watching. It's like yeah. the, they so. said, I think, Aikman or whoever it was said, right. like, well, no one's tuning out right now. Jacksonville game I had turned off completely and just was checking the score every now and then. And then the Which fourth, one? Jacksonville. Oh. And then the fourth quarter came, I turned it back on. That was right. amazing to watch. And yeah. then the Dolphins looked like they were going to maybe yeah. win for a second. Oh and gosh, in my heart, I was like, I believe it. I believe now that they are going to win. I can't believe that this destiny, this Buffalo destiny, is going right. off the rails because it looks like Miami, right. Miami, a team who won you know, the week before by kicking a couple field goals, yeah. and it looked like they were going to win. They didn't. 
So then I was kind of like, all right, well, that could have been the big upset. But then to watch that Ravens game, I thought, there's no chance in hell here that the Ravens are going to pull right. this off. And up until the end of the game, there was a point in the game where I was like, yeah, the Ravens aren't going to do this. But then they started to come back, and yeah. I was like, dude, I think the Ravens, with whoever, what's his name is, Huntley. at quarterback. What's that guy's name? Todd Huntley. Huntley. Kept calling him Hartley. Huntley, where's he from? Uh, he's been around the league for a long time. I think he played at UCLA a long time ago. Okay. But he's been a backup there for a while, if I'm correct, if memory serves me correct. Well, uh, it was close. I mean, it, for for a moment at least, it, it got close. And then, yeah, last night's game was the only one that was kind of a blowout. Mm-hmm. But it, you're right. It, by the end of the game, you're still watching because you thought, well, I don't want to miss Brady doing some sort of Brady stuff, right. you know, and have to watch the recap later. I'll just watch it live. Plus, what else are you doing? Also, you know? that kicker, man. That sucks for Dallas. And I saw Jesus people making Christ. fun of him. Ah. And look, I'm a guy like, hey, you go out there. This is what you decided to do. If you don't want attention, then go work at Home Depot, right? Yeah. Nobody's going to be tweeting at you about that, right? Yeah. But Brett Maher, is that his name? I, I felt bad for him. Yeah. I was watching the Manning cast, and Peyton just stood up. I was like, I don't know what out. the hell is going on here. <laughs> right. Why are we still kicking? Just, right. And, right. I get it. Yeah. And I get people... You know, being upset if you're a Dallas fan or whatever, if they would have lost that game and sure. the guy gets paid a ton of money. But that's the first time where I was kind of like, you know what? I don't even want to tweet anything bad about No, this I guy. felt bad like, for him, too. Man, I felt bad for him. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was it, Lynn Elliott, Snowcone? Wasn't yeah. that his name? <laughs> against the, uh, but, him. I mean, this was extra points. And then you've got, during the broadcast, you had Aikman saying, like, well, they're, they're probably looking for a new kicker right now. I mean, it was, it was tough. the drama of Brett Maher trying to hit an extra point. He's missed three tonight, four in a row. And he has done it again. He might be looking for a kicker next week. Yeah. And this is a 24 to nothing game. That is four missed extra points tonight. And you just feel horrible for him. All I can think about is his family watching it at home. And honestly, I start thinking that with the first missed extra point. I think, oh, I just I imagine his family watching like, fine. Oh, but that after sucks, the fourth playoffs. one, I was like, I don't know how his fan. I was like, you put yourself in it. Like, what if that's my kid? That's what I'm saying. Imagine that's your kid. Somewhere at home, oh. his parents might be watching, or maybe they're at the game. I don't know. But he's got to have family right. who's watching the game, rooting for th- that entire organization just because he's on the team. Sure. Right. And then he gets up there and he misses a, 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 you know, something like an extra point. You go, well, it happens. And you hear about you know people getting nervous and what do they call it, the yips or whatever, right? Where right. you just you can't. You can't seem to shake it, and it is so bizarre that you could practice something your whole life like that and get to the the point where you are competing right. at the highest level and getting paid to compete at the highest level because you're that good, and then suddenly you can't do something that you know a high school kicker could do right. because something's something's in your head. It happens to all of us in different scenarios, of course, and it happens. You see it a lot in baseball. Like they'll say, like this guy just can't throw the ball anymore. Yeah. He can't like the pitcher if he fields the ball. But the interesting thing about baseball is. In that sense, you do other things too. Yeah. Like you're like, I can't throw the ball to first base. I've got to give, but I'm a pitcher. Yeah. So how many times is it going to come to me? Right. If you're a second baseman, you can't throw the ball. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But like, just work through it. And you also bat, right? Yeah. You can do. There's things you can do where you're like, okay, I'm starting to feel more confident. If you're just a kicker, that's it. You're like, this is the only thing I do. Right. I can't go out and make a tackle now. I can't go play special teams. I can't no. be a designated hitter. This is what I do. I, that pressure. 
And all you can do Man. is kick it into that net to practice. When you're thinking like, I just need another stadium where no one's watching real quick. <laughs> right. Because I need to start mm-hmm. practicing this during the commercial breaks, at halftime, whatever. And you don't have a place to do it. you got to go Man. kick it in that net. And the net doesn't tell you whether or not you're doing it right. I don't think. I don't know what it's like to be a kicker. And what happens? Is it that you think... Okay, I went wide right, yeah, so I need to I adjust my stance because I, I, the only sport I really took seriously growing up was bowling. I played, you know, in on leagues all my childhood and through my teens. And you you get into a, this funk where you go, something is wrong, and then you you have to adjust. Okay, well you're now going to readjust where you start. Okay, right. so, because for some reason the ball it, you're throwing it too far to the right or it's not hooking, whatever. And it, it lasts. And la- and that's with no real pressure. No one's watching. Right. No one really cares. I mean, your teammates are watching, but it's not like there's an audience. If there is, right. they're just ready for you well, to I be done. Well, I think, Dan, that's where you're kind of done, too. So they'll, like, tell you, like, good coaches will tell you, like, hey, uh, you just struck out, right? Or you went 0 for 4. Or you missed a field goal. Whatever it is. Don't start changing anything right now. Right. Don't do that. Don't start. You've been practicing it. Just do it the way you do it. You can't control what happened. You can only control what's going to happen next, Right. Wipe it all away. You'll see guys in baseball a lot of times, they'll grab a piece, they'll grab dirt off the ground and they'll throw it on the ground. And people are always like, they're mad. I've read in a ton of places that them, that's them like, that's over. That's garbage. Oh, that's okay. trash. It's done. I'm not doing it. Wash you'll it see guys do, uh, it, it, they'll play, be playing on turf and they'll hit their feet with a bat. And a lot of people, you know, that's to get the dirt out of the cleats, right? right? Well, you're on turf. Right. It doesn't, the, what they're doing is like. It's ceremonial. And not only that, it's I'm going to feel my feet. Yeah. I want to make sure I feel my feet. It's just grounded. Like I'm just doing the next thing. Here we go. It's a, There's a rhythm. It's just to a right. Like just getting you back in the, in the into your mindset of this is what I do. This is how I do it. Go up here. We're not thinking about it. When he pushed two to the right and then missed one to the left, I'm like, he's lost it. Right. Because now he's changing what he's, he's doing. Changing it. Exactly. And now he's, you know, he's going to be even in more trouble. Yeah. And I think with the Lynn Elliott game, the notorious game that if you were a Chiefs fan back then, you'll never forget. As I recall, he was missing field goals. And I don't remember how long those field goals were that he was missing, but it was like they just needed a field goal. And then at the end, it was like, yeah. all right, if he can just hit this field goal, it wasn't super long. It wasn't a 60 yarder, right. but it was like, if he could just hit this field goal, we're good. Misses again. These were extra points extra as well. Points. I mean, they were to the point where. How long into the game? It was only the was it the first half still when they decided not to bring him in to try and kick a field goal? Maybe yeah, it was in the third quarter. And they're like, let's just go for it on fourth. Well, he had no faith when, in him. When uh, Tampa scored and then went for two because they needed the points, yeah. Yeah. I thought we may, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, texting back and forth, we may see a game with like, has it ever been done before where there's like eight touchdowns and no extra points? Right. Because Tampa's going to keep yeah. switch chasing the points, yeah. right? That would have to be a first. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But then they ended up doing it, so it's fine. But I was yeah. like, we may get to a point where Tampa's just chasing the extra points now. Yeah. They need everything they can. Yeah. And the coach for Dallas may be like, we are never kicking another extra point again. This is ridiculous, right? Absolutely. I thought there could be a chance that that happened, but and I know it didn't. they gave the stat. It was like, how many missed extra points were there in the NFL all season. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what that number was, but you know, right. obviously there's more of them now since they, they moved, moved it back, back but right? yeah, yeah, a couple of, how long has that been? 3 4 it, it maybe right. it was 10 yeah. years ago, I don't remember, but it right. still seems recent to me. So I know there are more missed extra points now, but still when when he missed the second one now you for sure, like, this poor guy and his family, they're all at home thinking, "Oh no, oh no, right. oh no, Brett, you know, just remember what we talked about." And then by the time he misses the third one, you're like, he's lost his job. That's right. It. And that's it. I was surprised. This is, you know, just an interesting thing. We don't have to spend too much time on it. 
But when they showed the, his teammates on the sideline, like yeah. Dak throwing his helmet, like yeah. Jesus, like they weren't supportive. No, I didn't, know, that, I didn't notice they that. They weren't like another guy was like, are you, I don't know who it was, Pollard, maybe someone. They showed him, and he's like, Did he just miss another one, like. They weren't like, it's all right, buddy. Yeah. The guy's on the field. It was yeah, just the holder. The yeah. holder was patting On the field, right, they like, come pat okay. him on the helmet. But everybody yeah. else was like, dude, what are you doing? I didn't notice yeah. that. For whatever reason, I guess I was thinking about his family or what. Right. I was like, oh, man, this sucks. Well, I went to school, high school, with the guy who was – he was a soccer player. He was on the soccer team, and they needed the football team needed a kicker. Mm-hmm. And you know, the soccer coach said, "Bring this guy out. I think he might be able to do it." So he started kicking field goals. And they're like, "Hey, he's good." And he ended up going to college with me because they gave him a scholarship right. to play Division two football there. And I remember we used to ride uh, back and forth from college to Kansas City, like maybe three or four times. And I remember him telling me one time, he's like, "I don't want to do it anymore." And I was like, "Why not, man? You know, you, you're going to school for free. You get to be on the football team. It's right. pretty cool." He's like. It's too much pressure. Right. He's I like, I just can't handle the pressure. I can't handle a loss being on my shoulders. He's like, I'm not that good. <laughs> I was right. like, well, you're pretty good. I mean, it seems like you're doing pretty good. He's like, I don't want to do it. I just right. don't want to do it. And I was like, you know, I, I, who right. am I to say? Exactly. I, I mean, I can only imagine. Now, when you're talking about millions and millions of dollars, you got to give it a shot because you made it that far. TV and right, I mean, all that stuff. Yeah. But what happens now? I mean, he's done, done. I right? don't know. I yeah. like. I'm sure somebody on the. You know, if you want to watch it, you can do it at Twitch TV slash Church of Laszlo. I'm sure somebody knows. I don't know if, and, and that's a very easy question. You probably look it up, but I don't know if you can cut someone in the playoffs mm. and then bring someone else in. Mm. I don't know if that free agency time, you know what I mean? Like, does that time end? It would be weird to think that you could. I mean, the Chiefs have Justin Reed, like our safety, who is also a kicker. So they used him a few times. So they have someone like that could do it. Well, that you could. I'm just saying, like, they're saying, oh, he's going to be looking for a job. Like, is there somebody out there? Can you do that in the postseason? Right. And And if you are, you're like, you know, then can you just get anyone you want? Right. Like someone who just like you know their season's over, but they had a great season. So right, and they're, maybe they're unrestricted free agent. Can you pay mm, for them now? Right. I don't know. Do I get I'm guessing you Tucker? can't just go to college and get a kid who's graduated. You probably got to go through the process for that. But so the the punters, I don't know. If there's like an old kicker who's just like, yeah, I can come do this for the playoffs. How awesome would that be? Yeah. I guess I can't. Like if you're just a kicker that, sitting on the line. Right, absolutely. Anyway. And, and you're this far in. But so do punters and kickers. I always kind of thought that the punter would come in if the kicker got hurt or if the kicker was having a bad time yeah, and different. vice versa. Yeah, but that you know, Maybe work. that's just because that's what the Chiefs used to do growing up Some watching Some punters would be like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do it at all. Yeah. So yeah. do teams have a backup kicker like ready they to go? They don't carry him. Because obviously they didn't have one last night, yeah, it's or they like would the have brought him out. Holder, right? Like he'll do it sometimes. There's got to be somebody. I, I would just think someone practices. Yeah. You know, somebody the practices. Got a safety a or whatever. Like I mean, yeah. it's you know, practice kicking extra kicker points kicker if school. nothing. I don't else. think they carry an extra kicker. I, I mean, they probably rather carry an extra linebacker or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got plenty of other stuff to talk yes, about. We do. More sports stuff, but we got other things, not just sports related, but we got to talk a little more sports. Harbaugh. We got to talk about the Chiefs, and we got to talk about your guy Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what are we talking about now? Well, I mean, look, it's Tuesday after a long weekend of yeah. the first weekend of playoff football. There's a lot of sports stuff, and especially sure. as Chiefs fans, there's a lot to talk about because now we know who the Chiefs are going to play, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on that. Also, I know you Well, you know are, I was a Jags fan for a long time. I know. A huge Th- Jags fan. This, you're going to be torn now. No. No? So, uh, 
living in Florida as a Miami fan, and then I lived in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville got, I worked at a sports radio station, Jacksonville got the Jacks. You were there when it happened, right? I was there when okay. it happened, when they were trying to get him. The guy who bought him the original time was like a, worked at a Payless Shoes or something. Okay. Like, that was his thing. Like, uh, And I remember them coming, and a guy that I did sports with became like, went to do play-by-play with them. Like, it was a big deal, and we had yeah. season tickets, loved them. Mark Brunel was there. I was like, I'm a Jags fan. There's a football team in my city. And I've always followed them. You've seen me come here with yep. Jags t-shirts. I've always been a fan. As soon as they hired Urban Myers, like, I'm, you're oh, dead that's to right. me. That's, that's right. You right. are dead to me. Yeah, so still. I hope that, oh, that was it. Could have hired anybody. But as soon as you hired Urban Meyer, you did, the whole thing's dead. I mean, even though it didn't work out and they fired him and all mm-hmm. that. Well, so it's just permanently, that's it? They're done. I mean, it didn't work. Like, yeah, still, like he's I could have told him that. Don't love it. <laughs> I could have told him that. <laughs> don't love it. So you don't have to worry about who you're rooting for then this weekend. Mm-mm. What about your predictions for this weekend? Well, I had Kansas City, Tampa in the Super Bowl. So I know. No. You got that. You're going to have to make some adjustments there. Postseason adjustments, as they call them. I don't know now. That I'm, NFC, I have no idea. I mean, Dallas looked great last night, but they've also right. looked horrible before, right. so I don't it's know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. In San Francisco, they look unstoppable, but God, I would like to remind do. people that the quarterback's only played like four games. Yeah. He looks great he at does. it, but boy, you know, that pressure keeps mounting and mounting and mounting. They looked really good, though. Yeah. I mean, don't you think the Giants might be better Giants, than Dallas? I like the idea of being able to run the football, but I mean, San Francisco can run the football, too. Like but Christian McCaffrey. Great defense. But do you mm-hmm. think the Giants are better than the Cowboys? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really don't. Like, do I believe in Daniel Jones? No, no. He's not bad. Do I believe in Dak Prescott? No, not really. I mean, do I believe in Brock Purdy? No. I mean, there's no reason for me to think he can't do it. I watched him in college at Iowa State a lot. He was good, but he's only pl- literally hasn't played a handful of games, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, if he were to go through it and play like he did the other day, the rest of, like that would be what a story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, boy, Trevor Lawrence, he looked good. But, I mean, you know, he looked good for a half. Yeah, but they, half. He, they don't have to act like that. They don't have to do all that comeback if he's not so horrible in the first half. True. Very so, true. I mean, you know, which one is he? Is he the first half or the second half? I don't know. I, all these teams, like besides Josh Allen, I, I'm not a believer and. Besides, really, Kansas City. I, I mean, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo all seem pretty good to yeah, me. And maybe the Eagles. I mean, hard to know. You for know, sure. and maybe San Francisco. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a team that you have no good reason to dislike, and you just dislike? Like, there's someone that pops into mind, and you, and yeah, you try and figure out what. So for me, it's the Vikings. I don't, I don't know like why, but I don't hate the Twins. I mean, no, obviously, I like the twins. you know. Uh, I don't want the Royals to lose to the Twins. I right. get it, but I don't have a problem if the Twins are no, I don't playing like a game. I'm not like rooting against them if they were to I don't make like it the to the World Series. Either. But there's something about the Vikings. I'm not exactly sure what it is, and uh, I had no real reason. And also, the only reason I'm a quote unquote Giants fan, I've told you when I was a kid, the first year that my dad really taught me. This is how it works. And I watched every Chiefs game that year, and you know, went through the whole season, like starting to have a little bit of understanding, right. probably about as much understanding as I have now. Uh, the Giants won that year. They won the Super Bowl that year. So in my mind, they were like this iconic team. And so, you know, it's not the same as I, you hear people talk about how you they're fans of Eli another fan, team. Right? I did like Eli a lot. Yeah. 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 And, and there are those people oh, that you talk to that are, that are fans of other teams and they have some story, but they seem to be really big fans of those teams. I'm not like a huge Giants fan. No. It's just it, when they're on, they're playing other NFC teams or whatever. I'm like, 
I like, I like them. I like their uniforms. I liked them when I was a kid. I liked Eli when Eli was playing. I rooted for him. Yeah. Uh, but I the didn't Vikings like had no Sims. reason. See, and I like I like I'm one of the only oh, people that man. likes him on TV. Wow, he's like so you, you don't like him on TV, right? I don't like him or his son. I don't like the whole Sims family, to be honest with I, you. I don't know. It just rubbed me wrong. I think a lot of people agree with you, though. People mm. complain about him being on TV quite a bit, and I, I always found myself being like, I, I don't know, I like him, but maybe I'm being apologetic. But uh, you got Chiefs, Jags. I don't know. It's hard to tell you. Obviously, you want that bye week because you want to get rested. But then you're also, as a fan, going, "How are you guys feeling? Uh, didn't haven't seen you in a week. You know how how are things well, I'm going? Sure I've been practicing. No, I know, but and you just Andy start to Reed get nervous. Good coming off a bye, he's always been really good. Yeah, I've heard that stat before. And I mean, they, they probably didn't love the way that game ended. For the Jags game? Well, no, because now they believe. Right? Yeah. They believe yeah. they can beat anybody and do anything at any time. They that team just got a ton of confidence coming yes. back there. Yes, and they're riding. They're on a high right now, for sure, and that does make me a little bit nervous. Also, the Chiefs, as good as they are, their record speaks for itself. I get all that, but as a fan who watches every game, you do notice a lot of teams that they're supposed to just dominate. They've had a tough time. It kind of looks yeah. like Buffalo and Miami. You know, there's right. been quite a few. The Bengals, there, so. we can like never beat the Bengals, and the Bengals seem to have the right. Chiefs number. So, yeah. you know, that obviously is, uh, I guess, a bigger concern. But that is. I don't know. I mean, would you be putting money on Saturday's game? Would you feel confident? Oh, the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to beat the Jags. By? 17. 17? Okay, so you're pretty confident. Yeah. Now, your boy Brady yeah. <sighs> didn't have that comeback last night. No. And then there's all these rumors because of the way he was acting as he left the field. I don't know if you saw he tipped his hat to the sure. fans. Well, I think he's saying I'm done with Tampa people, for sure. Yeah, people want to read all the stuff into right. it. Is he done with Tampa? And they talked to him after the game and – I don't think this first part of it, I don't think, is nearly as obvious as the second part. What is your process from here when you start to think about what you want to do next? Because obviously it's going to be huge. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And, and then, uh, or when you want to figure stuff out, I mean, that was first. No, I'm not, you know, I, this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah. It's just be one day at a time, truly. Okay, one day at a time. Man, going in after you lost a, a playoff game, I don't like. Give me a little bit of time. You got to go in there right afterwards. But then I feel like this other thing that he said during the press conference. I see why people would read into this for sure. We're, we're very grateful for everyone's support, and um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you everybody for welcoming me, all you regulars, and. Um, just very grateful for the respect, and and I uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Yeah. And see the way that he says it's like past tense. Hope I gave the same yeah. thing back. People are reading that as a goodbye, which I don't think there's any doubt he's leaving Tampa. Okay, uh, to me, uh, I'm like, is there speculation that he wouldn't leave Tampa? To, to me, it's I mean, leaving more he's a heavily. Agent. They could try to get him back, but but I guess maybe just because I hang out with you, and you know, you've talked about it quite a bit more down there smoking talking about Brady and that's kind of been the thought that it's, I, if it didn't work this year you know it's an interesting thing I think he was probably this is just speculation I think he was probably going to go to San Francisco mm. but now Brock Purdy right they're like well maybe we don't need Brady because you go to San Francisco you got all those weapons a great defense you, you know you can be he's an above average quarterback still he's not you know the number one quarterback in the league but he had a good season you know, he could probably go there and, you know, be better than Jimmy Garoppolo still and yeah. win some games. But now they got Brock Purdy. They may be like, you know what, we're not going to bring in Brady. Now what? You go to the Raiders? 
Well, why? I mean, are they any better than the Buccaneers? I don't think so. Yeah, where else would you go? The Raiders, I guess, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to leave Tampa to go there. Right. Other than Back that, to New I mean, England? Yeah, is that, a, is that something people mention? No, not really. Miami? We know he flirted with Miami before. If Tua's hurt, that coach is cool, seems cool, right? Like, like are we talking like if Tua was hurt bad enough that they just decided he's too injury prone or he's, he's too injured? In anyway, you know, the owner of the Dolphins is a big Michigan guy. Okay. So that's how they're all friends, so... I mean, Miami makes sense. Just go a little bit further south. Yeah. I mean, it just it seems fitting for him. Right. How old is he now, Snowcone? 40, he's 45, right? Is he 45 officially? Well, and he's got to be looking at, like, man, all right, so I've got a good defense. I've got a coach who seems to know what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got Tyreek Hill yeah. and Jalen Waddle, right? Jacecki is my tight end. Yeah, like, Tyreek's big. I can. I might be able to. We might be able to win a Super Bowl again in yeah. Miami. I mean, they're not that far off. I mean, to, I mean, does anybody? I mean, some people won, but does anybody think if Tua's healthy, right. like they, they win won, that game? They would have won that game, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, hats off to the guy who's what about from around Baltimore? here? But he was he was nervous. Yeah, Baltimore. But Brady and Tyreek. That's. that's I mean, just those two together. Deadly. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe someone could tell me that Brady doesn't throw the ball that far down the field. I don't know. I don't watch as closely as Lazo does, but it is right. crazy. 45. And we're not talking about whether or not he's going to retire now. We're talking about whether or not he's right. going to leave Tampa because he most likely will. And the fact that if he is to leave Tampa, there's multiple teams that would be holding their hands up like, yo, sure, please. come here for a couple of years. Yeah, come play here at least for a couple of years. Exactly. So uh, what's your predictions now? You still got Chiefs for the AFC? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I don't see any of those teams beating them. And I really don't know about the NFC. I really don't. Like, you look at the, you know, we can stop talking sports, but you look at the AFC like it's just, you know, whether you think they're it's just great quarterback after great quarterback after great quarterback. Yeah. You look at the NFC, it's like, are any of these guys any good? I don't know. Okay, you know, are they, like who's the best? You know, Dak Prescott is he the is he the guy? Is he? I don't I mean, know. He, played, he looked good yesterday. Yeah, he looked he got horrible like the it. week before. You know, so is is Philly good? I think they're good. You know, there's these teams that have good mm-hmm. records, and and you right. as a sports fan or Nick, someone will say, well, yeah, but I don't I don't believe I in that team. Good. Their their record, you know, like the Vikings or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just say, oh, their division sucks, which you know can be the case as well. But with uh, Philly, I really have no idea. Yeah. I don't know if that's the team to beat. I don't know if, if, right. if Vegas is the team I happen to believe, to I, I mean, I happen to, but a lot of people don't. I happen to believe Jalen Hurts and Tua are good quarterbacks. But yeah. a lot of people are like, nah, I don't think so. So, you know, they both, you know, they're similar guys come out of Alabama. I happen to think they're good, but I don't know that, you know, to be true. Start getting nervous now. Well, so I think come. you're fine, man. I, think, I don't think the Chiefs have much to worry about. And you know what the Chiefs got going for him, Snowcone? What's that? That stadium this weekend? Yep. What about it? I think you know. Rocking and rolling. Goddamn right. The Church of. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Laszlo. You good? I'm good. You? Good. need you guys to be honest with me here. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it doesn't work if we're not honest. Well, then hit me with it. The last, I'm an open book. The last time you cried. So they polled people, yeah. asked them about, you know, we're not even a full month into the year. Have you cried yet this year? When's right. the last time you cried? How often have you cried? So 25% of people said they've cried less than a week ago. Like cried. Cried. It doesn't so that's not like wept. welling up or, you know, like a slight tear. I think, right? if, you, I think if it's enough Crying's that you... Crying Well, they call that weeping in this other thing they'll get to, wept. Um, so I don't know if, if you count... If a tear comes out of your eye because you're moved by something, is that crying? I, I would think maybe you count that, but I don't know. You, you think no? You think that's just... Crying to me sounds like... I feel like... I don't know. Or maybe that's just because I don't cry... But I feel like that, like, there's a difference between getting choked up yeah. and crying. Like, crying is like, like, if I was walking down the hall and got choked up, people may not even notice it, right? They're like, well, but if I'm crying, people notice it. I feel like crying it takes time. So you're going with wept, basically, for, for crying. So mm-hmm. I, if I'm asking you that, then the last time that you cried... Well, I don't know, man. It hasn't been in 2023 yet. No. It wasn't in 2022. My dad's funeral? What year was that? I don't know. So, right. I don't four remember. Four years ago? Been, I was going to say four, four or five years. Four or five years. So, Snow Cone, if you're being honest, last time you cried, have you done it this year? Have you done it this month? I think so. It was, uh, it was an episode of something you told me to watch. <laughs> It was one of those crime shows on Discovery Plus. Oh, no. Was it Shattered or one of those shows? I think it was Shattered. So the oh. definition says to make sad noises along with tears. So that's just okay. not getting choked up. Okay. You can get choked up at a commercial or like yeah, a movie would, or something, right? I would say choked right? up. Yeah, I, I didn't But like cry. crying. What did you get choked up about? Like you were moved by something positive a police officer did for us? Uh... No, it was the episode where the girl and her boyfriend, uh, they killed the boyfriend. They put her in that box. And that uh, chest, and they like, oh, take her out. Oh, yeah, okay. She was just, what are you guys she was about? amazing. He's talking about crying at True Crime. I asked him when the last time is he cried. He said it was something he watched on Discovery+. But, Plus. But, 
me and my girlfriend both like welled up, but like yeah. it wasn't like we weren't making noises or like sobbing. Do you, you think it was I mean? a contact cry? You know, sometimes if you're uh, with someone in the same room, and you notice they start to get worked up. That's, there's probably can, some of that. Can that yeah. make you start to feel like maybe I should be feeling something, and then you start to cry? I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know if that's a thing right. or not. But so 25 percent of people say they cried uh, less than a week ago. One to two weeks is 12 percent. Three to four weeks, nine percent. Um, there are people who said they don't want to say. 5% were like, I'm not answering that question. Um, and there was at least 12%. Why? I don't know. Like, well, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm not answering that not question. Answering You're like, just then, well, just we're say, not putting your picture right. on a billboard. Exactly. It was just a, we're not writing on everyone's your name, name, man. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want my data what? weaponized yeah, against boy, me. <laughs> that's not. Um, but 12% at least said that it's been more than a year. So I tried to figure out who's more likely to cry. And according to the most recent... Um, study i can find they say that men actually cry more than women but they call it weep slash wept uh-huh. and they're talking about this myth that boys don't cry they say and this was american men they surveyed over two thousand american men and found out that they cry on average four times a month what women <laughs> cry about three times a month so that's 48 times a year for men and 36 times a year for women now i've been Just known crying? to cry i've been known to cry but i don't cry four times a month no that seems like an awful lot. I mean, what are we what are we crying about? It, 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 if it's if you're crying four times a month, you should talk to someone. Man, you I mean, just sounded like my dad when I was a kid. Yo, what are we crying about? Right. I mean, if it's happening four <laughs> you know, times a month, I mean, did, are you hurt? I mean, no. Like your leg is it broke? No. Then what are we crying about here? I like the way you said it. You channeled my father. I can still have those emotions that maybe when I was in seventh or eighth grade felt overwhelming. And well, crying I, and I is about, a commitment. Right. Now you're like, crying. That's a commitment. So getting choked up, that to me is something that happens, right? Mm-hmm. You watch something, you get choked up. Sure. Yeah, your kid says something to you, right? You get sure. choked up. Maybe they fall off their bike. You get choked up, right? Uh, they say something nice to you, right? You get choked up. Those things, like crying in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, those are usually, those are more like you get choked up. That happens to me. But like to sit down, like to sit down on the couch and have tears running down my face and making sobbing noises and rubbing my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. My Lord. I mean, not only saying that men are crying more than women. Is that what they're saying? That that's what men are doing? Well, they're saying that men cry four times a month. I wish they'd be more specific. Right. If you said men get choked up more. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. Like during commercials and you know what I mean? Yeah. Heart, well, I could see guys being a little bit. I, I think it happens to a lot. You see a lot of guys. Like, I, I do even that. Even tough guys, you know, you see like a commercial about, you know, I don't know, For kids sure. mid stuff or whatever. They're like, oof. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And even sports. Right. You know, their team wins, their team loses. Yeah. But a good old fashioned cry. Like actually crying. That's what I want to know too. I think if men are saying that they cry four times a month, they have to be counting getting choked up, like a tear coming out of their eye. They must be counting that because to say that they weep four times a month, that number seems way too high. Yeah, no it also says that men are twice as likely to hide the fact that they cry than women, but they're also much more likely, get this, to go get help. They're more likely to have gone to seek treatment for mental health when they have an issue. And this, this study was done a few months back, but still, I thought that was kind of right. crazy. But what I really want to know is what are the things that make men cry? Like, What do they there say, okay, these, these are the things that can specifically make men cry? And I don't know, when you think about like a woman in your life crying, what is she crying about? What's the most common thing? I don't know. I guess the stereotype is like the commercial, you know, crying at the, the show, the sad show, the, right. the whatever, 
uh, notebook. I couldn't think of the name. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that that gets you worked up. But guys cry at stuff like that, too. It just might be slightly different movies. So these are the things that uh, guys apparently uh, cry about. They're most likely to cry about. Um, unintentionally hurting someone. So like if, if, if they're saying you accidentally hurt the feelings of someone, especially if you hurt a girl's feelings, maybe you're joking around and you upset them and now they're crying. Okay. Then you start crying? Why would you start crying? Right. I understand that you feel bad, but you started to cry about that. Uh, politics is on the list. Like well, getting so worked up, I guess, that their candidate lost that they cry about it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> oh, saying goodbye. crybabies. Right. Saying, Snowflakes. Yep. Saying goodbye to uh, your dog. Losing a dog. That was a, oh, that was a big sure. one on the list. Man's best friend. For sure. They had cats on there. It was way further down the list, and it was like end-of-life care for cats or whatever. But a dog dying is a, is a big one. It's way up. It's top ten on the list. Um, it also says, which is a little bit vague, but I, I totally understand what they're talking about. It Enduring ups and downs in life with no one to lean on. You know, men are m- more likely to say they have no friends than women. I think right. the last statistic I heard is that one in seven American men say they have zero friends. Which is crazy and that that number has continued to just uh, increase over the years. So if you are going through tough stuff and you don't have anyone to talk to about it, I, I, I could see that, you know. Because a lot of times if you start to get o- upset or worked up and you're stressed about something, what do you do? You, you text a friend. You text a sibling. You text, you know, maybe your parents. I don't know, whoever that person is. But if you don't have anybody to talk to, uh, that would be horrible, obviously. Uh, a tough breakup after a long relationship. Eliza would say, no, that's not... Uh, that's not a good reason to cry, but I, I, I know for a fact that guys will occasionally cry after a uh, a breakup. It can be it can be sad. Lazo's just shaking his head. It can here. be sad, but he's like, I just you know what? I just need to go in my bedroom and get a good old fashioned cry out of the way, and then move on with my life. <laughs> like what? I don't know exactly. I don't know. I'm, look, I'm not saying that's yeah. bad. I know the internet would just you know hang me out to dry here. I just you know I. I you know, I guess my upbringing is like, what? Um, other things that make guys cry emotionally. I movies? remember when Yero was young, mm-hmm. really young, and he was in his bedroom and he was crying about something. I was like, are you crying? And he's like, are you saying it's not okay to cry? And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> right. Go, I'm going to leave. Because, you know, I don't want to, if you were supposed to cry, I don't want to, you know, yeah, do what my father did, which was like, yeah, right. I said there's no crying. Like, you know what I mean? But Yeah. And like the first real relationship. Well, try not to. When I lived with my ex, I think they know. I'm sure they know. We all know. Everyone in your life knows. (laughs) When I first lived with my uh, ex, you know, like in my early 20s or whatever, we moved in together. That was the first time I really lived with someone and, and, you know, like a serious relationship in the sense that you're living together. And she would cry. And I thought that crying was like, oh, no. You know, what can I do? What this this must be horrible. And it took me a long time to learn from her, like, hey, just because I'm crying doesn't necessarily mean that things are terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not always a sign that they're not either, but I can cry sometimes and just want to cry. In my mind, if you're crying, I thought that meant like you're asking, you're asking for someone to come help, so for some sort of an intervention. I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I need something. And she would tell me, no, no I, just, I just cry a lot. I've heard people say before. I just cry. Right. It really it was difficult for me to understand because if she started crying, I thought I, like I'm in a lot of trouble or mm-hmm. things are really bad. Uh, you know, I would get that nervous feeling. What is going on? And she's like, "It's okay. You know, I'm just crying. I'll I'll be fine in a few minutes." Oh, okay. Um, emotional movies are on the list for guys. Way up high. Sure. Top, top five. I think things. that happens. Just you know, probably slightly different uh, movies. Uh, top three here is camaraderie between 
guys when they talk about back in the day. Now they say, especially if you're like a veteran, you know, if you mm-hmm. if you're in a war together and you're talking to your buddies about the war, it could make you emotional. Could that happened to you? You think? Could that happen? No. <laughs> I can't imagine calling my buddy Hobie and being like, "Man, let's just reminisce and have a good old cry." I think you'd be like, "What? <laughs> well, what you like you're talking about? Talking about?" But I see what they're saying. If you're with yes. friends and you're talking about back in the day, you know, where did all the time Being go, on that man? Ship. Yeah, yeah, or just like you know, how did we get this old? What yeah. happened? Do you remember those days? Those were good days. Boy, I, you know, okay, I guess I could see that. Um, mute- I can't imagine crying. I can't imagine a worse cry. <laughs> and I'm not saying that people who cry like I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm above it uh, or uh, that I look down on you. People handle things differently. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, pursue your sadness however you want to pursue it. <laughs> pursue your sadness. <laughs> but I, but literally, I can't think if I was together with four guys who were on my ship having beers, and they're like, man, remember that? And then we all just start. Like, I can't, if I started crying, I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I really can't. Like, who else I could cry in front of? Those guys may be the last. Right. You feel the least comfortable crying in front of them. And I could say if you're talking about someone you lost, but then that's more specific than just reminiscing on the right. past. So uh, then the top two things that make guys cry. Number two, music or a song that puts you in touch sure. with your emotional side. Sure. We, all have, we, all yeah, have we always songs. say those, hit them in the chest with we, it. Somebody says about something it. in a song and it hits you, right? Yep. yep. And it, I think we've even given our songs in the past this that make us cry. And then the number one thing, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad song. I know, okay. but you this oh. work you just on your couch crying like I feel I Kate feel bad Bush, for man. women, huh? Kate Bush. Anyway, the number one thing that makes men cry, this is I never would have guessed this, it's oddly specific. So the the number one thing that would make a guy cry is you open up about something that you've been, you know, kind of keeping uh walled off. Something that you feel um, vulnerable about, so- something that's been bothering you, and someone, okay. typically some, you know, a, a partner in a relationship, gets you to open up about whatever that thing is. So maybe it's like, you know, what I'm sad about. You know, the thing that, that I don't want to tell you in this, but I don't think my father loves me, or whatever it okay. is. Right. Then to have that turned around and weaponized against you later, that was the oh. number one thing. So you've opened up to mm. someone, and now they've taken that. And they've, you know, put it away, and then whenever, you know, a week later, a month later, a year later, they started using it against you, or they used so it against you. So then, like, you. you open up and be like, I've had this relationship with my father, and I don't think he loves me, and then three months later, your girlfriend or wife goes, yeah, your father doesn't even love you. Right. Man, I've had it happen, man. He, <laughs> was uh, that, that that exact scenario, or like something like sort that? Sort of. I don't yeah. know what well, mine would be. I don't mean it when I say it. I don't know. I know. I know. I hope that didn't make you weep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes sense, but I don't know... I don't know that I've had I think that, that would make me mad. Right. That's I think thing. I, I get angry. Cry. I got mad. I got right. really angry. I get angry. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I guess maybe later after you're angry, then do you lay there in bed and you, and you start to cry because you're embarrassed? Or I, but I wouldn't I mean, cry because that person said it. I mean, that's an right. interesting, you're right, oddly specific, I guess, yeah. uh, because I may end up crying then because my father didn't love me, but mm. I... I don't feel like I cry because someone used that against me. You know, that's, right. Or maybe that's just a way to... I don't know. Yeah, mine yeah. was just pure anger, regret. Rage. Right, should have never told yeah. you anything. Yeah. And then honorable mentions here for stuff that makes guys cry. Uh, physical pain. Some guys will cry at physical pain. Um, right. Anything, seeing an animal get hurt or being the one who accidentally hurt an animal, but watching okay. animals in pain or suffering. The last episode of a favorite TV show. 
So I guess okay. at the end of How I Met Your Mother or whatever your favorite TV show is, I don't know that I've had a show where at the end of it I felt emotional. Like, you know, you didn't cry at the end of The Sopranos. No. It wasn't really set up that way. Could you just be sad that it's over? I don't know that I've had that. And I know it can happen with sitcoms and stuff. I've just – I don't think that I've ever had yeah, that I don't know. before. Uh, the thought of aging, which I thought was interesting. Like, I guess you're laying in bed and you're just thinking about getting older. And um, – I think that can – yeah, that's one of them for sure. But I don't think it's the thought of aging. If you start to think about the thought of aging – I don't know. I always hate to say this because, you know, everybody can feel the same. You don't have to have kids to feel things. But if you start to think, Snow Cone, about the thought of aging and you not being there around your kid oh while God, they're man. doing stuff. Oh, my God. So, like, what if I'm, you know, you start thinking about aging, you're like, man, I might not be there when they're getting married. I may not be there. They may need Kills me, me no. and I won't be there. I think that's the fear of aging. It's not aging itself. It's who you'll let down yeah. when you die. Yeah. Which is an interesting concept because obviously you're the one who's dying, but because I would have thought number one would like be the, the fear of dying doesn't bother me, and the fear of being dead doesn't bother me, mm-hmm. but the fear of missing out on what my kids are doing that bothers me. That's, that's interesting. Exactly it. That's yeah. exactly it's the it. fear of yeah. not being around them. They had grieving the loss of a dad way down at like 23, and I thought. To me, if I had to guess, I would have thought number one is father-son stuff. And that doesn't matter whether you had a great relationship, a terrible relationship, or no relationship with your dad. I think there's something there that for men, you know, whether it's being addressed in a movie or or it's happening in someone else's life and they're telling you about it, I would put that near the top, you know, father-son stuff. And that goes for whether you're the dad or the son, right? I mean, I would think that'd be near the top. You could cry because you're proud of your kid. You could cry because you're thinking about the achievements you might not get to see your kid right uh earn all those things i just feel like that's a way it almost seems like a cheat code to get guys to cry at the end of a movie you got the father son who haven't been getting along great and suddenly you know dad's dying or whatever it is right that doesn't mean that you don't get upset about losing any parent or family member or whatever there's just something it's a troubled relationship there right sure fathers and sons i mean would that be your top guess because they had music so high, maybe you would. I mean, you say yes to the song thing, so maybe that would be yours. Movies, music. Not crying though. Like yeah. I guess you know, you know. Like I said, I think the last time I cried, cried was you know my dad's funeral. I didn't cry when he died. Yeah, and I don't like to talk about that. It's weird. Like the thing, the times when you think you should be crying yeah. and you're not. It's. Uh, it was it's, like your dad's funeral in what? Cal Ripken. Yeah, but I wasn't weeping. Sure. Right. You, know, you get welled up. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they have to be counting that for these things. I mean, who's weeping at the end of a goddamn sitcom? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Seinfeld. It's <laughs> I know, I guess somebody, that's like one of the top things that make men cry. They got to be counting getting choked up here, I would think. Yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, there you go. If there's others, by the way, you can uh, message us because I'm curious what that thing is that makes you cry. Just go to twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo, right? So that's it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, we're going to doom scroll in a minute, right? Yes, we are, and there's plenty to talk about. you got toddlers waving handguns around on ring cameras. You've got uh, a plane crash in Nepal that killed 72 people, which means I guess we're going to get a investigation and a new episode of uh, Seconds from Disaster. That's a horrible thing to say, but, you know, I really like that show, and they look at plane accidents, and then the thing is, there's so few. Air travel's so safe, you realize, like, 
they can't they really don't have anything else to talk about because it happens so rarely. So then even when you hear something like this weekend about a plane crash in Nepal, you think, well, I wonder how often that happens there. You know, maybe it's windy and it's tough to get in there around the mountains and you right. find out, no, it's actually super safe and it really never happens. Um, it doesn't? No. Like, it's, it's, it's incredibly rare. It reminds rare. me of uh, one of my favorite lines from any movie is uh, Moneyball. You guys like that movie? Mm-hmm. And when uh, his daughter is getting on the plane and everybody's talking about, you know, they're going to fire you, they're going to fire you. And she's worried. He's like, hey, you're still not worried about this stuff, are you? And she's like, I see you worried. And that makes me worry. And he's like, I'm not worried about my job. I'm worried about this plane you're about to get on. Those things crash right. all the time, right? <laughs> right, right? And then she laughs. I was like, that's a funny... Also, the kid was like 12. Do you really say yeah. the kid? But I'm like, well, it was a funny line. Yes. And trust me, as someone who went through... I didn't used to be scared of flying. When I, I, I was an adult before I did it for the first time. I had no problems with it. Like, everyone right. says it's safe. It seemed fine to me. Something happened, uh, you know, a few years into my air traveling life span and uh i went through like a really rough six or seven years and i I think i'm mostly over it now but it was bad uh and then coburger in idaho there is some stuff to talk about today um and especially since we had a long weekend i don't know if you guys saw any of the social media stuff some some of the posts that the new york times have released that they're attributing them i mean it seems to me like they're pretty certain it was coburger and he may have been sliding into someone's DMs. You know, oh. we, keep, we keep looking for a why. Was there someone in that group of, of four students that was the target? It's starting to look more and more like yes. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill the order of hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're doom scrolling, my man. Yeah, do it. So we were just talking about uh, son of a bitch, you know, so and so airplanes earlier. Uh, Nepal, this plane crash killed seventy-two uh, people, and I watch a lot of those shows. I know I've heard things about Nepal being a dangerous place to fly. There's helicopter crashes there because you know there's the lack of. Uh, what do they call it when you get up to high altitude, snow cone? What's that called? The competent pilots? Lack of air, huh? Yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever it's called. Um, but this this crash, which I mean, seventy two—that's a lot of people. But that is the deadliest crash there. They said in over thirty years. Yeti Airlines six nine one crashed in the Himalayas with seventy two people on board, and authorities say there are no survivors. French investigators will be on site today. The twin engine turboprop ATR seventy two uh, aircraft is French made, and authorities add the cockpit voice recorder and hmm. so, so excited no. about yellow jackets. flight data recorder both recovered intact will be sent to france for investigation sunday's flight was supposed to be a routine trip just 27 minutes from the capital Kathmandu to the popular tourist destination of pakra 27 minute flight is all it was supposed to be weather is good there's a video god there's one video that i saw from inside the cabin where someone is filming as they come in for the oh, landing yeah. and I, that one that i saw it cuts off early like it doesn't and i don't know how long that video actually goes uh-huh. i think they were making it sound like someone had been streaming it live to maybe like facebook or instagram one of those and that's how they got a hold of it the other one is a video that someone's taking on their balcony of their apartment complex and you can see the plane come in and then it, it looks I'm not a pilot, but it looks like it's struggling, like it's banging too far and it's about to stall. Mm. But then the camera does the thing where it's like they got scared, I guess, and so they duck down and they hide the camera and so you don't actually see what happened. But uh, now the investigation starts, and because the plane's French, uh, the French have to go and investigate, which is what happens when Boeings go down around the world. American investigators go and investigate. Indiana toddler with a handgun. Just Google that. Just look up Indiana ring doorbell uh, gun 
or even toddler gun camera. I think that would probably give okay. it give you enough um, to see. Because if you don't watch the whole video, you at least just see the the uh, frame of this kid. I mean, he's in a diaper and he's holding this massive handgun and he's waving around. And according to the stories, he was pulling the trigger, but wow. luckily it was unloaded. This one here. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of that thing. It's as big as he is. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And I guess his dad had left this gun somewhere within reach. And also the kids, the kids out of the apartment, right? He's walking around in a diaper outside the apartment. So you'd think that that could be negligence to begin with. Uh, But the fact that he's got a gun in his hands, we talk about this all the time. If kids get a hold of guns and hurt someone, someone has to be held responsible. The person whose job it was to make sure that that gun was locked up and secured and not somewhere that kids could get to it. Like, if you own a gun, if you bring a gun into your home, you are taking on a big extra responsibility well, and liability. Yes. The boy's father was arrested. He has been arrested. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, hold on a second. Beach Grove police responded to the building after a neighbor called 911 mm-hmm. to report a boy with a gun. The officers who were filming in real time for Reels Network on patrol live. Oh, wow. Encountered the boy's father, Shane E. Osborne who claimed that he didn't own a gun. But cops searched his apartment and found the alleged firearm under a TV in the living room. Mm. So he's he was arrested and booked into the county jail for felony suspicion of neglect of a dependent. He has not been accused of gun possession, but the investigation is ongoing. He's in court, due on court today. Is he a former felon? Is that why he denied having a gun, maybe? Well, maybe the fact that the kids walk around with a gun, but the neighbor called the police... And I, I didn't know that this reels thing that, that they were filming when the cops yeah. showed up, but I did know that he says, I don't have a gun. So then, but they're still, from what I could tell, they were charging him with negligence. You're like, well, then you could still get in trouble for negligence just for the fact I would think that he's walking around out there in a diaper at the top of those stairs yeah. outside of the apartment and there's no adults around. I don't know where he found this gun, but... You know. Well, anyways, they found the gun under his TV. This is his dad's gun. He's a felon. Right. You can't he just... You, oh, he is a felon? Well, I, I, according to our Twitch chat, I'm looking, at, mm-hmm. I'm looking it up here oh, now. Oh, yeah. It was his felon. gun, but I didn't yeah. know that he was a felon. Indiana man is due in court this week after his young son was seen on a security video waving a loaded handgun around an apartment complex. <gasps> you can see the toddler on the second floor landing just outside of his oh. apartment. He's holding what police say is a Smith & Wesson semi-automatic handgun. Neighbors called police. The boy's father was arrested Saturday night on neglect charges. Thankfully, though, nobody was hurt. Yeah, um, lock your guns up, you know? Yeah. Even if you don't have kids, go ahead and lock those up, but especially if you have kids. If there is a chance that kids are coming into your house, or really Ugh. anyone for that matter, don't leave guns underneath your pillow. Don't leave them in no. the drawer next to your bed. Don't leave them underneath the TV, wherever they end up finding this yeah. one. Put them locked up gun somewhere in a gun, a gun safe. safe. Yes, lock them up. And if your kids or someone else's kids get a hold of a gun, and, and especially if they hurt someone, hurt themselves, yeah. hurt someone else, I You're think you should be trouble. in a lot of trouble for that. And we're starting to see that more and more now. But, man, for a long time, we would read these stories about kids getting a hold of a gun and accidentally shooting another right. kid. And the police are like, well, it was an accident. Right. You know, well, come on. we got to do something. Yeah, someone needs to be held responsible for this. Um, have you seen these paramedics that are now being charged with murder in Illinois? There's, there's body cam footage of this, too. So, um, Somebody woman- on a trick said the only way to stop a bad toddler with a gun is a good toddler with a gun. Need more guns. <laughs> it's totally possible oh that, that we're not that far away, or at least at right. some point weren't that far away from the NRA saying that. If someone came in and shot up a preschool, they'd be like, oh, 
we're going to make uh, toddler friendly guns easier for them to use. Triggers won't be so stiff. Um, (laughs) Paramedics in Illinois are in big trouble because they respond to this call about a guy who's uh, uh, he's really sick. He's having alcohol withdrawal. According to the woman who called oh, the police, I didn't and see this, you yes. saw some of this. Yeah, yeah. So, if you watch the body cam footage, you see this guy. They go up into his bedroom. He's laying on the floor. He's writhing in pain. The the woman who lives there is saying, "You know, get up off the floor. Come on, I'm not going to do this. You go down there. Go to the ambulance." The the police are there. The paramedics are there. The cops eventually pick this guy up. He can't stand up on his own. The cops eventually do the thing where they pick him up and they throw an arm over each of their shoulders, right? And they kind of walk him downstairs and get him to the uh, gurney. It's called, right? Sure. But when the paramedics get him to the gurney, they throw him flat on his stomach, Prone position. face down, yeah. and then they strap him. And you can actually hear one of the cops joking at the end of this audio – from the body cam footage, you can hear one of the cops saying to their cop, I don't think he's going anywhere. They got him strapped down pretty good. This morning, two EMTs, Peter Cadigan and Peggy Finley, charged with first-degree murder. alcohol withdrawal. The officers eventually putting arms around Moore, helping to carry him outside, where the EMTs then place him face down onto a waiting gurney, tightening straps on his back. And finally get him in the ambulance. More dying shortly after arriving at the hospital. You could hear him say there, oh, they strapped him in good. He ain't getting anywhere. Something along those lines. Now, Lazo, first degree uh, murder. Yeah. How Let does me that defend work? the cops real quick, right? He doesn't know that the guy's going to die. It's not his job to strap him down. Right. No. He's just talking to the other cop like, that dude ain't going anywhere. No, they they got him, him down. strapped down. But I don't understand how these charges, I understand being charged. First I'm, I'm probably okay with it. But first degree, yeah. I thought that. You know, like with the George Floyd trial, I feel like we've learned a little bit, some of us, about the difference between first degree and second degree. Mm-hmm. Did you have intent? Did you plan it? Did you know that what you were about to do was likely going to lead to this person's death and then you, you know, didn't like stop doing what you were about, doing? I feel like that. They've got that, right? Like, did they intend to kill the guy? I thought first degree murder basically means at some point you made the decision yeah. that you were going to. Well, you made a decision to do die. something that certainly you knew. Or at least should have been trained that could lead to his yeah. death. I went through EMT training. You'd never, never do a face down. That makes no sense. I mean, watching the video, it was crazy because it th- looks like they kind of throw him down and maybe he's just falling. I don't know. But then to have him on his stomach, you, we've all been that person or been around that person who had too Wouldn't much he just to drink. Suffocate like this? I think so. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't turn his head? I guess yeah, not. I guess so, so they have his head strapped down too and he couldn't move it to the side? Yeah. Like I mean, well, I mean, they have those, a lot of those have the blocks right. on the side to protect your C spine, so you couldn't turn. It said that they had him face down on the stretcher and incorrectly tied him down with a medical strap across his lower body, which I'm wondering if that, you know, added to his suffocation because of his diaphragm. Well, lawyer could say, like, he was in pain. They called the cops. Like, we don't know what was wrong with him. You know what I mean? Like, that could have been what killed him instead of the suffocation. Well, but they well, had an autopsy. Know, the autopsy yeah. revealed that he died from compressional and okay. positional asphyxia due to prone face-down restraint yeah. on there a paramedic yeah. transportation cot stretch, uh, stretcher by tightened straps across the back. So you're already face-down, which is no good to begin with. And now these straps are so tight that you can't breathe because yeah. it's, you know, restri- that just seems... That sounds like murder to me. Yeah. I'm. I'm. A, I would. If they said they're charging them with manslaughter, mm-hmm. whatever the different degrees of that are, even I don't know how many degrees of murder are they? Are there three? Is there I third degree? It was one, Second, two, and manslaughter. Is that what it is? It just I goes thought. one, two, then manslaughter. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's first degree, but 
a lawyer could easily explain like, nope, that's sure. that's exactly what it should be, and there's a reason. Now, I know we got to take a break, but real quick, I got to tell you about this because I'm I'm trying to find some updates, but so far they've been trying to protect the family's privacy, which I totally understand. But a woman in Iowa was apparently sent to the morgue because they thought she was dead. And then gets to the morgue, and she's not dead. So uh, I really would like to know more details about this story. But they're saying, "How does that happen?" Right? right. How does that happen? Is there you don't feel a pulse? I mean, you were a doctor, Snowcone. Well, you're in the hospital, and not even a pulse. Like I could see not feeling a pulse, but you're in the hospital. Right? Did you go? So don't they have you hooked up to a machine? Pulse oximeter, all this stuff. Right? Did you go from the hospital to the morgue, or did or did someone come to your house because someone called nine one one, and then you went from the house to the morgue? Like, how did you get there? No one there? ever takes you just from the house to the morgue. I don't think so, right? They take you to the hospital first, do, right? Even, because a doctor has to pronounce you dead, right? Like, sure. do the time of do death. Test certificate. Okay. I thought maybe I was wrong. I thought maybe they sometimes will. I think it's a bad take... idea if we're just going from the house to Absolutely. the morgue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to hear that. If that is procedure, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. No, thank you. I don't want to hear you know, that. this female was transported there deceased, and she is not. They are in the chapel, and she is on a cot. Okay, she's in the chapel and she is on a cot. That's what they said. No. Uh, Iowa funeral home finds woman thought to be dead actually alive. So, you know, if that was one of your family members, that's the other thing too. Like, I don't know the details of who called nine one one. How did she end up in the morgue? But imagine you were the one in the morgue. Is it because there's someone in the room back there going hello? Hello? Like, do you hear a voice? I'm not trying to make light of it, but seriously. Or yeah. do you see movement? Are you putting the blanket and you're starting to put them in the cooler and then you see your toes Scare wiggle or something? Hell out of me. Right? I mean, that's something out of a scary movie. That's that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't. And I this don't. this uh, funeral home, you know, they, it's it's something, something funeral home and, and crematorium or whatever. I'm like, was she about to be like, was she in line to be cremated? Oh, my God. This is why they used to put bells in coffins, yes, right? Back right. In the day. Uh, up on top. Right. Maybe we need to keep doing that. Hell, maybe they do. Maybe that's how they found out. Maybe they put little bells mm, if you're wrong. But I kind of doubt it. I got a feeling someone got the living crap scared out of them when they saw this woman either say something or start to move at the funeral home. And if you're a nah, family they're member, probably not. That would scare us. If that's the person oh. you do all the time, right? That's your job being around dead bodies. You're probably like, holy crap. I don't know if you're scared, like, this dead body's alive. You're like, wow. Well, imagine if you're a family member. There's this, Okay, so grandma has cardiac arrest, and now she's been sent to the morgue. So you've maybe been alerted like she passed, you know, they sent her to the morgue. And then you get a call, hey, grandma's alive at the morgue. I mean, that is a crazy, and I don't know what her right. condition is now. Maybe she passed, maybe she didn't make it. Right, I don't know. But All right, got to take a break, and when we come back and we finish, I'm going to tell you the new stuff about Coburger Lazo because... I think we may have a why. People want to know the why, Lazo. It's the Church of Lazo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo! All right, doom scroll some more hot shot. All right, well, we got to talk about uh, Koberger. Still, mm-hmm. probably the biggest story in the country every day. They're sure. trying to find new stuff to report. And uh, over the weekend, there was talks about some stuff that was found on his social media. I might have even been what day was that? So on Friday, maybe when they started talking about the, uh, you know, I look at my dad; he's a nice guy, but I don't feel anything. I, I almost feel bad for him. Basically, saying he doesn't have feelings. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, that his, his family's nice and that he loves his family, but he doesn't have any real feelings towards them. Just basically talking about what it feels like to be a sociopath is what it sounded okay. like. Well, um, well, let me play this clip and I'll get to the new Koberger writing in 2011. As I hug my family, I look into their faces. I see nothing. It is like I'm looking at a video game, but less. Koberger also writing, he experienced depression, a constant thought of suicide, crazy thoughts, and delusions of grandeur, saying, I feel no emotion, and along with the depersonalization, I can say and do whatever I want with little remorse. Okay, so it sounds like you're describing a sociopath, psychopath, whatever. So now, this is according to People Magazine. They say that in late October, an account that authorities believe was Brian Koberger's account, an Instagram account, sent a greeting to one of the female victims. It says they do not say which victim it was, but this is a quote here from the anonymous source. Quote, he slid into one of the girl's DMs several times, but she didn't respond. Basically, it was just him saying, hey, how are you? But he did it again and again. So there had been speculation that he was after one of them. Originally, the dad of Kaylee had said he thought that her injuries looked more substantial than the other victims, which I thought, odd, did he see the other victims? I don't know. Maybe he did. Um, Then there was a lot of talk of, okay, well, was he stalking these people because we got the cell phone data? It looks like he's been hanging out in the area. If he went into the house and he was going after one of them, did he know that other people were going to be at the house? If he went into the bedroom looking for, let's say, Kaylee, if he went into the bedroom looking for Kaylee, did he know that she'd be laying in bed with Madison? Maybe this was all just he was going after her. Sure. He gets mm-hmm. other people. That seems to be the speculation. Snowcone told me, because my question was, when you go into the house, how do you know which room is hers? You said that she had an M or yeah, a... Yeah, Maddie had a giant like M in her window that was visible from the outside. Okay, so then that does that mean that we think that maybe he was targeting Mad- Madison? And that's the room he went to, and Kaylee was in bed with her, either sleeping or you know whatever. But it was but... Kaylee's dad that said the stuff about the injuries, right? Yeah, was that, was, that was Kaylee's dad. So we don't know, but the point is, if he was sending messages to one of these people on Instagram repeatedly and they weren't responding and he followed all three of the girls they said that's for sure Hmm. yeah according to people okay well i'm reading this from people as well yeah and they're saying that it was i mean i'm looking at it they make it sound like it was this one victim and they won't say who it was and they won't say exactly what it said but basically that's a quote just saying hey how are you Mm -hmm. and then not getting a response so he continued to send more messages Mm -hmm. so it sounds like he was targeting someone. Sure. Uh, in Austin at a 7-Eleven, you like 7-Elevens, Laszlo? Love them. They don't want homeless people, t- temporarily unhoused people, um, hanging out around the gas station. There's been these stories. I remember 
in 2006, yeah, they played right. that high pitch sound that right. was supposed to scare or scare, you know, that was supposed to annoy people. I remember us talking about that when we were on the air in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's been stories similar to that since then. Sure. Now, this uh, 7-Eleven, this seems like the least offensive of those because it's just playing classical music. I guess it's kind of opera. But there are neighbors that say it's annoying because they can hear it day and night. And oh, there's right. people who are going to the gas station who just, they're annoyed by it and they think it's rude that they're trying to scare people away. <laughs> Nobody likes the music because it's going all night and, you know, I feel maybe they do it to try to run us off because you can hear it all night. It plays all night, all day. I could hear the music before I even got to the 7-Eleven. It's annoying this early in the morning. Not that I don't love classical music, but this is just rude. She sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't yeah. she? <laughs> Not that I don't love classical music, but this is just rude. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of the 7-Eleven says he's using the opera music as a deterrent against homeless and solicitors. Um, I thought, what is, what, what was it temporarily unhoused? Am I saying that yeah, wrong? Is that what right. they said yeah. the new thing? Okay. Temporarily experiencing homelessness. Oh, experiencing That's homelessness. It. People experiencing homelessness. That's the one. I knew there was something else that I was missing there. But every single one of these articles today, they just said homeless. So I thought maybe, you know, sometimes they try right. and make a new one stick and it doesn't. And they're like, yeah, we're moving on. I guess maybe we're back to homeless now. And then you said you haven't heard about the story, but... This is in New Mexico. Um, guy is running for state representative. Oh, right. I just saw a picture of him. Okay, which pictures did you see? Was it him with all the Trump flags? And it was one in like a T-shirt or something. Okay, because there are there's a couple pictures. One of them, um, he's got like Trump flags hanging up at his house. I think he's wearing a MAGA shirt. Uh, he seems to be a big fan of former President Donald Trump. You say president, don't you? I don't know. Anyway, a former president, Donald Trump, seems to be a big fan of his. Now, he ran for state rep, and he loses. And he loses by quite a bit. Okay. According to what I read here, it wasn't really all that close. But he thinks, you know what? This wasn't fair. They're out to get me. Um, What do they call it? Rigged, right? right? And so what he does is he decides to go, I guess, find some hitmen. Now, Lazo, you always say this. You don't know a hitman. You just you, you really you don't know one. Like you don't. You don't know one and the when you find one it's a cop. Right. If you're if you're ever sitting in a car with someone going over details. That's the other thing too. Like I like how the car is supposed to be the safe place. Hey, let's go out to the car in case there's cameras out here in case this place is bugged. The car is always the place. Right. That is bugged. Like that's the place mm-hmm. that they're filming you from that little vent. And when I see these shows there's an entire series just called the uh, uh, I tried to hire a hitman, or I hired a hitman, oh, or really? something like that. Yeah, every episode, they've got video you of just these cops know talking to them through the vents. Well, this guy, I don't know if he was looking for actual hitman or if he was just looking for someone to help him shoot up the house. The uh, police were somewhat vague when they gave their press conference, but we do know that some of these other people allegedly shot at his opponent's houses at his direction, but he also participated in at least one of these shootings. Sounds like they drove by the house and just started shooting as quickly as they could into these homes. This morning, a former Republican candidate is behind bars in New Mexico for a string of shootings allegedly targeting the homes of local Democratic officials. These shootings were orchestrated. They were dangerous attacks, not only to these individuals, but fundamentally also to democracy. Police arrested Solomon Pena on Monday. 
describing him as an unsuccessful legislative candidate. He had complaints about his election. He felt it was rigged. So he approached all of these commissioners and the senators at their home with paperwork claiming that they were um, there was fraud. Oh, yeah. So there's also people that are part of the elections that he was targeting. But they said he participated in the third shooting. Um, it says personally pulled the trigger on at least one of the three firearms that was used in that shooting. So I guess they're just driving by houses, shooting at houses because they thought that he felt like the election had been what right. What, what's your goal there? You knew you were going to prison, right? Or did you think you'd get away with it? And even if, I mean, just a random drive-by shooting into a house, even if you happen to hit the person and kill them, like you think they're like, oh, man. Well, Steve, the Democrat, got shot, so just put in this guy who lost the election. I'm not sure that's how it <laughs> right. works. No, I don't. I wonder if that's I feel what like we'd hear a lot more of that if it was like, hey, if that guy dies, the person who ran against right. him wins. I'm right. like, mm. Yeah. That seems like a. I don't, I'm not positive how the political situation works, but that seems like uh, a slippery slope. That's probably why they don't do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's probably of why they, why they uh, don't have those rules in place. Like, well, you got second most, so I guess now that this mm-hmm. person's been killed. Yeah, and. Like, if you just wanted to drive by the house and shoot at it, this sounds to me more like frustration. Why not go teepee the house? You know, if you want to act like yeah. a child and do a little bit of that high school vandalism, you want to go throw toilet paper in their yard or right. put a big sign that says, you know, a cheat lives here or whatever. Right. You know, people do stuff like that, spray paint the garage door. You start shooting at a house, that's a serious, yeah. serious problem. And I'd say you're unfit for office and would, yeah. perfectly fit for prison. Uh, have you been seeing anything about this story in Dallas? It's been on Twitter for the last... Four or five days about the the missing leopard. First, it was a missing leopard, and the the Dallas Zoo told people, "Look, we got to close early. We've got this uh, leopard that we're looking for. It's not huge. It's not like super dangerous, but uh, we don't know where it is." Then there was all the speculation I saw on Twitter. People were saying this was obviously stolen. They're not going to find it on the premise. It's been stolen. Then they said, well, if it wasn't stolen, it could be out of the facility by now. It could just be running around the streets of Dallas. Okay. So. They continued to search for this animal. They find the animal, but they also, while they were hunting, they found someone had cut part of the enclosure where this thing was housed. And I guess while they were searching the zoo to go around and make sure they hadn't done this anywhere else, they found that someone had cut part of the fencing out of one of the monkey enclosures, too. Hmm. So I don't know if people are stealing, trying to steal. It was weird to me that Twitter at first said, oh, they're stealing these animals. I guess maybe there's like a black market for these exotic animals and then... If okay. you're a rich person who wants one of these animals, you, you don't know, ask where it came from. Right, I, you don't ask? I, I don't understand. But um, the zoo is sold out, business is booming, and the animals are okay, Lazlo. Friday, crews searched the zoo and surrounding area for seven hours, trying to find that clouded leopard, Nova, who escaped her habitat. They eventually found the three-year-old 25-pound cat about just 150 yards from her habitat. Investigators discovered the exhibit's metal coils appear to have been intentionally cut they also found a cut in another exhibit for Langer monkeys, which is right near the leopards. Okay, they were saying on Friday, this thing isn't dangerous. We're not too worried about that. It's not, it's not dangerous. It's a 25-pound clouded leopard. Ah, my cat's probably 15 pounds, between right. 15 and 20 pounds. He's not going to kill you, but I'd say if he weren't domesticated, I would at least tell you to stay away. I'd say he's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, your cat sure. can mess you up. You ever try to give your cat a bath? No, you know, or, or just force it to do something, pick it up when it doesn't want to be right. picked up. Fight. I mean, it can fight. And I'm looking at this thing, and they're saying it's only 25 pounds. I'm like, that seems 
I know Lazo could take it, no problem. Yeah, I mean, you have but to also, ask. like, not dangerous to you, but what about your dog or your cat? Right, or what about a right, child? Right, you got a toddler walking around right. out there, minding his own business, carrying his handgun around. Right. Next thing you know, boom, this clouded leopard is ripping right. his diaper off. I mean, it's not like they did anything wrong. They closed the zoo, I guess, until they found it. But who's stealing animals from the zoo? More importantly, who's buying them? Imagine, Lazo, what our lives would be like if we were the type of people who are in position to be buying stolen buy animals a, from the zoo. What do you do with it? I don't know. I guess you show it off well, to your about, friends. Yes, but all the stuff a drug you could steal does. to sell just seems like, you know, pawning a leopard is hard. You've got to have a buyer already, right? right Before yeah. you go in there, you've got to have somebody who's like, look, I want that clouded leopard. There's only 10 of them left in the world, and I want one. Yeah. I sell more meth in the Midwest than I'll anyone. I'll give you a half up front, like, go get that right, thing. Right, go get like, that thing. I don't know. Would you, go, would you give it a shot? If someone offered you, let's say, uh, $300,000. Three hundred thousand dollars. You got to go try and steal a not so big animal from the zoo. You no, give it a shot. No. Three hundred thousand. No. Because no. I don't know how I'm much trouble you're going to get in. Probably a lot. And again, I'm gonna. I'm, I just don't think I know anybody who has three hundred thousand dollars to buy a leopard and well, then steal it from the zoo. No. So if somebody did tell me that, I'd feel like you guys are setting me up. Well, there's that. But, right, you know, like, we I just wouldn't believe it. Like, who's going to do this? We don't run in these circles, though. We don't run in these, you know, stolen animals from the zoo circles. Drug, drug dealers. I think guys who buy leopard, what, what was it, a cheetah? Uh, this was a snow leopard, I think they said. I think guys who buy those things who have that type of money aren't asking me and you to cut a hole in the fence of the zoo. So then you think that the person who if I think they go wherever these it, things are from and they get somebody to go poach that thing out of the jungle and bring it over. Maybe it's hard. Or to they get, steal it from a zoo. Is it hard to get it into the United States? Yeah, that's another thing. The fact that everyone's like, "Oh, it was stolen." I thought, is this a problem that's happened before? Right. People stolen? Do you in your lifetime do you remember a story about an animal being stolen from a zoo? No, I don't either. But maybe I would like Snoko to steal a lemur. Look that up. And Lazo's in the market for a lemur. A lemur would be awesome in your house. I'm not going to say what he would pay, but. A pretty penny. Pretty, pretty penny. <laughs> the Church Shop Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? Well, Laszlo, I found something that I think you might actually agree with. Okay. It's, uh, it's a list. And it's a list of things that are annoying. It's the most annoying rock albums and rock songs oh, oh, this is good. of all time. Is there a rock song that comes to mind when I say most annoying like, that just automatically, you think, I hate that song. It's the most annoying song. People love it. Because I go straight to those ones that are popular karaoke, like, uh, you know, Journey and uh, uh, maybe, like, Sweet Carolina. It's not even that the songs are bad. It's just yeah, it's annoying, annoying. annoying at this point. I don't ever need to hear those again. Maybe I'm annoyed that people are singing along in the bar. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi really annoys me. I hear people singing that. Um, but... I think part of that is because of the environment. Okay. And I, so if it's just a song that's just annoying that you just don't like it, then I guess that would be different. So <clears throat> hating a song, I feel like that is to a level of I genuinely think this is a bad song, and I don't think there's any reason to like it. I don't think it should be subjective. It's just a bad song. Right. It's like Sweet Caroline I think is annoying. Mm-hmm. But if it's – a bad song, then I wouldn't put Sweet Caroline on there. There are plenty of songs that I would put on the bad list. It doesn't even be that song. annoying to me. I guess maybe I just think of it as like a, they sing it at the Boston right. Red Sox games. I think that's kind of a cool tradition. Yeah, I guess that would be fine. I just only ever hear it at bars, you know. I know, same to me, but in my head when I hear that song, I think about the Red Sox, and I think, okay, yeah. that's cool. So is there an 
they do albums that people hate and they do songs that people hate. But I don't know albums. Like, how do you do an album? Because it let you down. Songs that people hate seem a little bit easier to come up with. But okay. it, is there a, a rock song? And they well, do... somebody on our Twitch put it down there, and it's true. Born to be Wild is annoying. Okay. That's I hate a good one. that song. They used to play that on classic rock radio, I feel like. They, uh, they still I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, so they do most uh, hated albums. And I don't exactly know, again, if this was because people were let down or what, but I'll just give you the 10 of them here because I know Snowcone knows a lot about classic rock. A Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, mm-hmm. uh, 1978 movie soundtrack. People don't like that. Uh, Neil Young, Trans. Van Halen 3. <gasps> right. Van Halen 3, did that have Panama yeah, on right. it? Which, one, what's, which mm-hmm. one's Van Halen 3? Look that one up, Lazo. Uh, Dirty Work by the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lulu, which was the Lou Reed Metallica album. Oh, yeah. That was bizarre. You yeah, forget that that existed. Yeah. I, I don't think, I think I listened to like maybe a couple parts of a couple songs, but people just talked about how bad it was. Mm-hmm. I never took the time to sit down and listen to it because what little bit I heard, I was like, ah, did you actually listen to it, Snowcone? Just bits and pieces. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, Lou Reed Metallica. Then Unfinished Music Number 1, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. <laughs> I don't know that one. You don't? You're the big John Lennon fan. No, I, no, I don't like the Plastic Ono band. I don't... Unfinished, unfinished music? music number one. Uh, two virgins. I can't says. recall. Oh, the two. Okay. I don't know if that's all part of the same thing or what, but it, it, yeah. they put it in there like it's one title. Uh, music from The Elder by Kiss, which would really upset Scotty Lazo's. Yeah. Oh, this uh, <clears throat> Van Halen 3 was the first and record they did with the guy from Extreme. From Extreme? Okay. I, was, yeah. I wondered if it was the guy from Extreme. Yeah. Was that the only <clears throat> one that they did with him? I feel like they only did one with him, right? But I don't know how long that went on. I forget They're that happened. Band's only studio a- album okay. to feature Gary Sharon. You know, his song was annoying, too, though. What was the extreme song? Uh, In the swell. What was their hit? I'm humming it. That's the right song, right? Sound like Boys to Men. Look Up Extreme's biggest song. That was it. It was a ballad. Um, Love Beach by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I don't know anything about Emerson, Nothing. Lake, and Palmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend's dad's a huge fan. I've seen him wear a T-shirt. I don't know anything about him. Self-Portrait, Bob Dylan. You're the Bob Dylan fan, Snowcone. Yeah, He's got so many not, albums. Self-Portrait's not great. Like, is it known for being a bad album, or is there something different about it's it? Just, it's just not very good. Okay. And then the top one most hated album is Two the Hard Way, Allman and Woman, uh, Greg Allman and Cher. Did you know Greg Allman and Cher did an album together? I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I don't I know any of these, so. would know, but I, I, I did not know that they did an album together. Apparently, it was called Almond and Woman. All right. Almond and, <laughs> and Woman. I'm not kidding. All right. Most annoying songs. Now, do you think that there'll be songs on more here? More than that, words. More than words. Yep. Yeah. More than words. No, I don't think that's how it goes. Man. That is how it goes. I, I promise. don't think it is. I'm positive. <laughs> yep. That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. No, so, no, number eight, most hated it. songs. I'm I'm positive that's how it goes. That is number eight most hated it. song here. Uh, you got to disagree <laughs> with some of these. <laughs> now I know I I understand people are annoyed by this song. I think Snowcone might have my back here a little bit. Do you guys know what it is yet? No. Okay. Well, you're about to. Oh Jesus Christ! This is annoying. <laughs> so stupid. All right, so Wings, Silly Little Love Songs. People don't like that. I hate that song. That's number number eight. But do you like Wings, though? 
No, not particularly, really? but that song's particularly annoying. Let him that in. one I can get, but I mean, Wings. Right, is... Let him in. Band on the Run. Yeah. Let him Someone's in. Someone's knocking at the door. <laughs> no, yeah, right, that's, that's a good annoying. song. That's okay, stupid. okay. All right. The next one we can all agree like, on. Like, what a dumb song. Those are dumb songs. <laughs> those are really dumb songs. Like, you're, 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 you're dumb songs for dumb people. Wow. Okay, number seven. Dumb songs if someone's not, dumb. If someone's knocking people. on the door, should I let them in? I don't, like, how do you listen to that and, like, yeah. I it's don't catchy. know, man. It's let catchy. him in. Let I, him in. I think dumb songs no, for I dumb people should in. have been the name of Kiss's greatest hits <laughs> for sure. Uh, the next one, number seven on the list, I think we can all agree that this band sucks and the song sucks. And I don't even know like which part to get to that's the worst. So I just go to... I hate that, that so band. Stupid. So stupid. I don't understand. Like, I know uh, Adam Sandler seems to work them yeah. into his movies. I no, feel like he might constantly. be a real fan of theirs. Sure. It's bizarre. Okay, number six most hated rock song. Okay, they say this is this is over and over again voted as the worst song ever. Oh, really? This one? It's pretty bad. I don't recall, really even as a stupid. child, going through a phase where I... You know, you hear some of that crappy music growing up when you're a kid, you want to hear it again, and then later you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. I don't remember ever being anything but annoyed by that song. I can't remember a time before that. It's like uh, Dust in the Wind. That always really annoyed me, too, when I was a kid. Yeah. That song was... I don't know. In my head, I'm trying to think, do I hate that song more than I hate silly love songs? I'm not sure. Oh, well, the on. people I'm do. not sure We built this that. city. We built this city is garbage. <laughs> to both those dumb songs again. But I know you won't. Uh, okay, this one, you know, this one's a little polarizing. Number five most hated rock song. It's weird to put this song in with these other songs in my mind. I, I'm surprised. You guys figured it out yet? I don't have a problem with this song at all. Shiny Happy People? No. Yeah, I hate this song. I don't hate I don't it. Hate but it's it. A I hate it. I don't hate it. I don't Shiny I, Happy People. Yeah, what's wrong so with that? Stupid. I didn't know that it was so I didn't know that it would get wedged guys, in between We Built This City and Sticks and yeah. I I never would have guessed. I could see you saying that it's I could see someone saying, like, I don't like that song, turn it off. But to put it on the list of the you're in the top eight. Most hated songs oh, that, that people sucks. hate it. Well, I guess that's the reaction they're looking for. Now, this next one, I know people hate this song. And I will admit that I don't think it's Billy his Joel. best work. <laughs> Stokoe's nodding his head. He likes it. I need Julia here. You can sing the whole thing, right? Okay. Lazo, you're suspiciously quiet there. Is that because you think that song ain't so bad after all? Do I think that's the worst Billy Joel song? No. <laughs> that's why I'm like, how did that? How is that? Maybe because the they had to hear it more because it was popular. Yeah. I mean, that's worse than Uptown Girl. Oh, come on. Get out of here Here's with that. He talks about it. It's a tribute to Frankie Valley. Every time you bring it up, he talks about that. All right. We're moving on. You guys hate it? That's fine. It's very hated. It's number four on the list. For all I know, if Billy Joel were here, he might say he hates it too. I'm not sure. Number three on the list, I'm surprised only because when I saw the name of this, I didn't realize that. Like, I feel like I know, I, I feel like I know more than average when it comes to music. You know, like I'm in the top 50%, not top 10% huh. or anything. I'm familiar with the song, familiar with the artist, familiar with this band. I know I've seen this before, and every time I, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the actual name of the song. Because 
it just doesn't seem right to me, but it's Susu Studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it just Susudio, right? Susudio. Yeah. That's annoying. I don't, I'm not a huge yeah. Phil Collins fan, but that seems less annoying to me than... I'll even give you silly love songs, Lazo. Like, as far as hated, I'm surprised that people hate Sue Studio, and I'm not a defender of Phil Collins. I'm just surprised that that shows up on the list as a hated song. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I Look, it's high on the list. As well it should be. What's the What's the other big song of his that people love? I guess he's got a few, so it doesn't In matter. The air tonight? Yeah, to me, that's I would. I think I would rather listen to Sue Studio than In the oh, Air Tonight. Oh, not me. Really? Yeah, no. Way. I don't really no. want to hear the either. It's a banger. I don't yeah. really want to hear either. You at least listen to that for the drum part. Yeah, that's right? it, the drum part alone. Um, number two on the list, most hated song, Snowcone. Maybe your favorite band. Yeah, this is stupid. I get it. Right. I mean, it's I like, like the song, but I get why it's annoying. Well, was it that song came out in like what, 1988, 89, something late, like late that? I mean, I don't know who's who's in the band at that point. Yeah, I don't it's like know. two of them, three of them. Was out. Maybe before John Stamos, but yeah. uh, after Brian Wilson. Okay. The most hated song, Lazlo. The most hated rock song. I don't think Lazlo, if he sat for days and we gave him every song, I think. If he had to go through every single rock song that's hated, I think he might put this at number one. He certainly isn't going to disagree with this too much. The most hated song. Why'd you smile while you are sleeping? While you're far away dreaming? I could spend my life. Man, I hate this guy, man. Sweet surrender. Those are the worst songs. Those... That, that's a bad time for them the late Aerosmith it's oh a bad God. time for them the Alicia Silverstone no era. no that Alicia Silverstone before that that's crazy yeah this is this is Armageddon yeah which is you so know bad soundtrack and then they did that Nine Lives album I shouldn't know this I don't and know if that's actually the name of it because it had Pink play. Pink is yeah. the name of y'all son yeah, I don't I know how it goes that. it's so bad yeah. but it's all from that era is that early 2000s or very late 90s late 90s early 2000s yeah so there you go most hated according to this list was uh, I don't want to miss Man, a thing those Aerosmith Aerosmith yeah those things are bad <laughs> but I would rather listen to that there are songs in here that I would rather listen oh, to that Aerosmith no. song than Sticks, Mr. Roboto. I gotta say, no, Mr. Roboto me. to me is agree, the most annoying. No, I agree with not That's me. Bad. Mr. Roboto's the worst Maybe on that studio. list. No, you hate Sue Studio that I much? Hate that song worse than that stupid song? No way. That stupid song would make you uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. That song would make you in your own skin. Like, what are you doing? You're praying. Why for are me you? Here. Why are you? What are the other ones again? There was one on there I really hated. Okay, there's McCartney and Wings. You're like, Mr. Roboto sticks. We built this city, Starship. Yeah, yeah. Shiny happy people. Shiny happy people. We that's, didn't start the fire. Shiny people is the worst to me. I, that's the worst I out of all of them? that song, man. I it really it. brings something out of people, huh? Yeah. That can't be worse than that I, Aerosmith song. It can't, just it's no, not. I'll it's just, it any day it's objectively not. Yeah. There's no way. It's not as bad as Sticks. It's, there's no way. That song, look, you can say that you hate yeah, it. That song's annoying. R.E.M. won't play it. I get it. But, but it's not that stupid Aerosmith song. It's not, oh, I don't want to miss a thing. You don't hate it. I really it. don't hate it, to be honest. What? It's, it's a little cheesy. Hold on. A little. Yeah, I mean, it's cheesy. Were you alive when that was getting played constantly oh, on MTV and the radio? everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. don't hate it? I don't hate it. 
That'll be our next list. Uh, top 10 songs that surprisingly Snow Cone doesn't hate. <laughs> we'll find out that Cher is on there. Yeah. The Church Shot Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? All right, Laszlo, I know you've said in the past that you're not a superstitious person. You don't do like uh, superstitious things when you're watching your team on TV. Uh, you know, no. I have little things that I'll do, maybe keep hold my feet up off the ground until they get in the end zone or whatever it is run to the kitchen and try and be back to the living room in a certain amount of time. But are you telling me you never even get superstitious when it's your kids' sports? Like, if they're going... Like, your son's oh, up to yeah, bat. Yeah, I won't... Is there uh, something you do? I won't video him. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So you do have superstitions. It just doesn't go as far as to... Right. Because, I mean, it's playoff football time now. Yeah, I would not do anything because of it. So so when you're at the house, you don't... You've never no. once, not even as a kid, mm. you don't remember... If I hold on to this thing no. for however long, or if I no, I mean I've done it before, foot. like for myself, you know, but not oh, like because uh, I don't want to have cancer, or I want this girl to love me, make or these whatever. baskets or whatever. Yeah, but but, but not never this. like if I keep my feet up, then well, the Lions will win a playoff game. I that like no, it's really common. Twenty five percent of people they just did this big survey and they said twenty five percent of people do uh, some sort of unusual ritual ahead of a game. So this could be a game that uh, you know they bet money on, or just a game that you know it's their team. And I would assume that you know the more important the game, the more strict you are with the rituals. Um, when watching at home, twenty three percent of the people. This is so of the twenty five percent who do this. Uh, when watching at home, twenty three percent must sit in the same chair or spot on the sofa for every game. That I've heard. That's a common one I think where people say this is my chair. It's a lucky chair. I've not done that one. But that seems to be the most common. Also, um, well, I guess about tied with that, 23% will kiss the badge of their beloved team, like a okay. logo on their jersey or scarf, whatever it is. So those two are about tied. Sit in the same spot, kiss the badge. Then to avoid cursing their favorite team, 22% will refuse to watch the game with specific people who they deem unlucky, which I totally understand. There's someone at your house... And you think every time this person comes over, right, we lose. our team loses. Or I don't team, ever think like that, though. Or if you go to the game. My girlfriend's little sister, she didn't go to many Chiefs games with us in the beginning. And it the first, like, four times she went, they lost. And there was a lot of time in between each game. But this is, I mean, the Chiefs have been good for a so while now. You, did you and, stop inviting her? No, no, no. She finally got past it. And, uh, you know, she, she, yeah, I think they've won the last few that she went to. But I was, by the, like, third game, I thought, you know, like the only games I can really remember being at that they've lost in recent memory, she was here at all. I mean, of them. I guess I say that I have done like, and but you know, I've done like during a game, like like a game you're watching, like I'm watching a game and your team's down like twenty-one-seven. You're like ah, and you go do something, and then all of a sudden it's twenty-one-twenty-one, and you watch, and the other team starts to score again. You're like, you know what? Let me get out of here. Whatever I'm watching, right. this doesn't yes. work. Okay. Right? Yes. So yeah. I've Is that done what the that. Rally cap. This fucking baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I've it's... never put on a rally cap. I mean, maybe at a game for fun, but I've never thought like that was really gonna have any. But yeah, I've definitely done the thing. You tune in, and something terrible happens when you tune in. You're like, oh god. So you're like, let right. me leave. Let me get out of here. I'm bad luck uh, for you guys. Um, during the game, 23 percent of superstitious sports fans claim that they will not wash their hands, do any type of cleaning. As long as things are going the right way, they got to wait until the game's over. That's okay. a weird one too. Like washing, I know that that's a common thing with people who are superstitious or maybe even have actual OCD, but that's not been one of mine. Um, to avoid cursing their favorite team, twenty-two percent 
will refuse to watch a game. Oh, sorry, that's the one with the people that you uh, deem unlucky or go to a game. Then the next one is uh, washing up. It says, fans are passionate bunch and will do anything they can to give their side an edge, whether it's got any basis in reality or not. For many, this is probably based in a feeling of frustration that they can't actually get on the field and help sure. that team in any way. Yeah, but to me, that's the same with anything that I do that's superstitious. I don't have any control over the situation. Well, that's it. So I'm going to give We're myself some We're trying to give yourself some control. control because people need the control. Yeah, it's like when I'm on an airplane. And something's yeah. going on, and I'll you know I'll hold this or whatever it is. I I start to get superstitious because I can't see what's happening control. up there, right? And I I don't I I can't actually control the situation. So this is how I give myself right. control. I would think that if you are e- even if you're not superstitious watching games at home, that if it's a game you're in, or even your kids' games, that you would start to become superstitious. Are your kids superstitious? Like, do they say don't wash this jersey? Well, no, not like that. But certainly, like, and if I played sports, I have superstitions that I adhere to. And, right. you know, I think, you know, my kids do too. Like as you're leaving never the house? Touch, never, you... never walk on the line in baseball. Okay. You just step over it when you're going out on the field. You don't step on that line. Right. Don't, that's just a thing. Don't, you don't do that. Why would you do that? Right. The... And I saw, like, a couple of years ago, I saw Euro running on the field, and he was with a guy – and they run around. The guy stepped on the line. And you're was like, "Why would you? Why would you ever do that?" Like I heard, and the guy was like, "What are you talking about?" Like he didn't know, but he was yeah. like, "Yo, don't ever, don't do that." What yeah. are you doing? I mean, there's praying, right? You can pray. They list that sure. in here as a, I guess it could be considered superstitious. Of all the things in life, because I, I am superstitious, but the most superstitious I've ever been is when I was gambling. When I would play craps, and there's so much superstition around sure. that game, and everyone's in on it. So it's like walking on the line. If someone comes up to the table while you're in the middle of a point, you know, and someone right. throws money on the table, or someone, you know, takes the dice sure. and, it, and it hits someone's chips, you'll see people because pull their money with all that. Yeah, yeah, because again, you're trying to have control. So Over for some me, random thing. Yeah, for me, I would say the casino is the most super. Like that's where I take it the most seriously. I can right. get a, I could get upset. Like, Jamie, like, what are you doing? Like, what you're saying your son did. What's yours? Would it be sports? When I played sports, I had them for sure. I'm trying to think about the casino, too. You know, the casino, I don't do nothing other than that. Gambling for sure. Like, if I don't do this, then this is going to happen. Do you trust? So, let's say that you've got that you're going to bet money on a game Mm -hmm. and. You're looking at it. Odds all seem, hey, this will be good. I'm going to go ahead and make this bet. Do you ever just get a gut feeling, not based on anything anyone has said? You just get this feeling like, oh, I should, I don't like that. I should get rid of it. Yeah. You, you do think like that. Sure. Okay. So that's superstitious. Sure. Just that gut, gut feelings feeling. all the time. Yeah. And you go, you know, I'm going to change my mind about yeah, that. I don't think sure. this is going to happen. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't believe the playoffs are this weekend. It's very, very, very exciting. I don't know when the superstitions have to begin, but I hope that everyone out there who are, you know, Chiefs fans. Don't you at least, hold your feet off the ground yeah. the entire game? Well, it depends on how things are going. I haven't had to do it as much these last few years uh, with Mahomes, but uh, yeah, like if the team was down, what I would do usually is if the team, so if the Chiefs had the ball, then I might keep my feet up off the ground until they got into the end zone or didn't, you know. Uh, if they had to, if they turned the ball over, if they had to punt, then I'd put my feet down. But then, when they had possession, when they were on offense, I would keep my feet up in the air. That you one was a common one, yeah. It, and it's kind of annoying because it's very uncomfortable, and it. So you still do it, that? It though. makes it, yeah, yeah. I go to a lot of the games now, though, which I didn't used to do. So, and there definitely are superstitions. I think 
within the stadium. And but I try not to let myself ever get angry at someone like I would at the craps table. Because the craps table, I can actually just right. instinctively go, like, "What are you doing? Sorry, right. I know it doesn't make any sense." I try not to do that too much with sports, but I do. There are times when when there'll be people next to me cheering, or they'll be saying, "Come on, you know, what do you think?" Hey, Reed, and I'm thinking to myself, "Shut up." Don't look. One thing I do a lot at the games I've noticed is sunglasses on or off. So when the when the, if it's a day game, I'll have my sunglasses on. If once the Chiefs get the ball, I will take my sunglasses off. But then if I feel like that's hurting things, put them back then on. I'll put the sunglasses back on. But I try to keep the sunglasses off hmm. while the Chiefs have the ball. Yeah, I don't nothing like that. None of it. No. Snow cone. You seem like a superstitious person. No, not really. Nothing. I mean, I might be, um, but I, I just don't have anything. Right but I mean, now. as a kid, you never did the, you know, like I got to run back upstairs and touch the door three no, times no. before I. Nope. No. 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 I thought every kid went through that. Mm-hmm. I did. I didn't realize. I mean, I had it. I guess I had it pretty bad then, huh? We've we've known people. We worked with someone who was like that. I mean, there was a time I remember. He mentioned. I've it never every now felt and then. like I had to go back inside and touch something before I leave. That's never been a thing. Isn't that yeah, more like don't have to raise a little my, bit, maybe. Yeah. yeah, raise my feet over a train track or like, yeah. cross go. my heart in front of a something. But you did a little know. bit, like with the baseball and the lines. I mean, there's a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I mean, if I was playing, but that's more of like also tradition. Yeah, sure. Like baseball players don't do it. You learn it. Like that's bad luck. Just you know what I mean. So it's almost more tradition too than it is like I don't think if. I wouldn't think if I stepped on it like something bad's really going to happen. I would just say, like, don't step on it. It's tradition. Like, you jump over it. You know what I mean? If something does bad, if something bad happens, then we're all going to have to blame and step on that stupid line, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, videoing my kids playing, I, I try not to do it too often. My dad. Because I just think if I'm videoing it, you know. Oh, man, I have to do it. They're going to strike out. Yeah. Or they'll be my fault. Right. So like I don't need it. Forget yeah, it. I mean that's definitely superstition. My dad was big on the like the whatever the the known superstitions were. Uh, you know, no walking under a ladder, no singing at the table, no. Umbrella it was just inside. Uh, umbrella inside was a big deal. If the umbrella got opened up inside, it was like, what are you doing? Which huh. I don't have that too bad, but for whatever reason, shoes on a table really freak me out. Like if someone puts their shoes on a but coffee those table, aren't, those aren't superstitions. Well, I've heard it's bad luck. I've heard it's bad luck. I've I don't heard know. That. But that I. one really bothers me. I don't want your shoes up on like not like it they're on like your it's feet. Basic hygiene. Right. Yeah, I thought it was like putting dirty shoes on right. the table. Uh, but even if <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be bad. But I'm, coffee table, I don't want them off the floor anywhere. I guess if you had some sort of shoe rack, that's obviously fine. But yeah, I I do think and I don't think of it as just like that's gross. If you have like Brooke will take her shoes off and she might put them on the bed. I freak out about that. I mean, I don't let her know that I'm freaking out, but I go over and I put them down. Yeah, but on the I feel floor. like that's because the shoes have been outside. Now they're in the, no, on your bed she, and you got to sleep in it. No, nah, if she had them on and she was sitting on top of the comforter with her shoes on, it wouldn't bother me. It's the fact that the That'd shoes are sitting up there. Sure. Yeah, it's mm. just uh, superstition. I mean, you know what? The umbrella inside would bother me a little bit. And I will say that there is a black cat that lives in my neighborhood. And occasionally when I'm driving down the street, this thing will dart in front of me. And I. I sometimes get really angry at the fact that anyone would even own Can a black you cat. Change your path? Uh, no, I just think something bad's going to happen to me now What's because this cat crossed you, my it path. Didn't cross your path? Y- yeah, it but it did cross behind my path. You. Well, no, it crosses in front of me, like it runs across the street. Right, but that's not your path. It's not. Well, I don't know. Either way, I still think. Well, just, just, just why even have the black cat? Just, just get rid of it. You know, it seems like <laughs> bad luck. Get rid of I it. think so. No, but isn't your path your path? Like it crosses behind you, not in front of you. I thought it was crossing in front where you I was going. You haven't made a path yet. I mean, I'm making that path. If you're walking though, so. on the sidewalk and it crosses like in front of the sidewalk, right? 
If you're walking on the side, I don't know. I thought if you're walking and, and it crosses in front of you, then who cares? But if you're walking and it crosses behind you, that's the path you've already made. Okay. Uh, well, I would notice. I, I thought it was the me. other way too, but yeah. I could be wrong. I thought if it ran across the street in front of me and I'm driving this but way, but I could now, be I wrong. I just it. don't think of that as a path. Yeah. Just yeah. you know what? Just to be safe, just don't get black cats. <laughs> well, we could just add to that. You yeah. know, try and make people a little more comfortable. I'm not saying your black cat doesn't have a great personality and that you don't love it. Yeah. I'm just saying you could love it just as much if it were a tabby or, you know, tortoise or whatever the hell they call those things. Just something that isn't tortoise. known. Isn't that what they call one of those? You mean a turtle? Yeah, no, no, tortoise shell. Isn't that a color oh, of know. tabby? I don't know much about cats. Point is, I can't find myself getting worked up about that. I don't see Lazo doing it. He's, or at least he says he doesn't. I don't do it. But there's got to be. I don't care one. when I turn off the microwave. I don't. That's beyond. Yeah, that's that's I don't that's care unhealthy. Any of that. I don't sit and watch a game and think if I ha- if I do this. So an umbrella opening in the house. I'll open one right here, right now. I don't care. I'm saying like <laughs> someone else does it. it. None of that stuff has ever made no. you go, "Hey, don't do that. That's bad luck." No. Okay. Well. No, that's ridiculous. Well, 25% of us. I will. If you, are I mean, there. I would open an umbrella now inside and walk under a ladder with it. And it's not. <laughs> that's smash a mirror. Right. <laughs> with, with all three of those products. I still think like this is not, <laughs> not going to happen. All right. We're done. Good show, Brett Maher. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.